0: I'm sure to your mothers, what I'm going to describe in your life seems like just yesterday. But there was a period of time where you were not mobile, but then you became mobile, first by crawling, and your parents, in uh, an effort to help you to learn to crawl more, maybe to motivate you to crawl, used to do incredibly mean things, like the toy that you almost had crawled to reach, they would slide a little bit more out of your reach so you would continue to crawl. And then it became even more important that what you did was to learn to walk. You probably haven't thought much about what a gift it is to be able to walk. But how amazing is it? Think of this guy in the first reading who had been a cripple begging for whatever he could take. He couldn't work. It wasn't like today where he might receive some financial assistance. All he could do to support himself was to beg and depend upon the generosity of others. And then he is able to walk. I would have loved to have seen that scene. Can you imagine how excited he was? We're told he, he walks with him in the temple, he's jumping around and all kinds of things. Who wouldn't? He discovers that he has the ability to walk and he just can't get enough of it. Today's readings remind us about walking. We use the metaphor a lot in life that life is kind of like a journey, that we walk to certain destinations. For those of you on the cusp of graduating, your mothers have kind of guided you through the uh, various stages. Of your life. Probably with a little bittersweet moment in life, they dropped you off for preschool or kindergarten, wondering how it was even possible that this went by so fast. And there was grade school and middle school and high school and now they're on the verge of another critical moment in your life and uh, in the lives of the people that are here. And what's amazing is that on the one hand, I cannot imagine how excited they are for this accomplishment in your life. How happy they are, how proud they are at the things that you have been able to accomplish in your life. But, if they were honest, they would also tell you that they're a little sad. That even though they know that it is right And good that you go on to the next stage of your life, they don't have to like every aspect of it. And the biggest aspect that they're going to miss is that your relationship, uh, their relationship with you, is going to change. Now it's not going to change in the sense that once you graduate from high school your mothers are going to stop loving you. That's not going to happen. I think it's it's really almost impossible. a mother not to continue to love her children, but it is going to be different, and it's going to be different for you, too. So what do we make of this transition that you are uh, on the verge of in your own life and this gospel that we hear today? The most powerful lesson, I think, that Jesus tries to get us to understand is that wherever we walk, we never walk alone. Here's the thing that's going on. Um, You know, Father Mike Schmitz says there's Cleopas, we know, and then the other person he's walking with, we don't know. And Father Mike Schmitz has a tendency to say that it's Cleopas and Mrs. Cleopas. but they were both disciples and they were married, and they were kind of talking about their life and how now they didn't know what to make of it. They had put their hope in Jesus and all seemed to be lost. He was crucified. He didn't do anything dramatic to prevent that crucifixion. He didn't come down from the cross like they told him to do. And they were wondering, well, what's our life going to be like now? And we can wonder at certain points when it comes to critical moments in our life, what's our life going to be like now? In a few short weeks, you'll be out on your own somewhere, and you'll ask yourself, What is my life going to be like now? And what does God want of me? And where does God want me to go? And how is it that God is going to remind me of what I said a few moments ago, that we never walk alone. We always walk with Jesus by our side, even in those instances where we do not recognize him. There are some things I think we can know, though, from this reading. And the first is that everything we know about Jesus, everything in Scripture, everything that we have learned in the course of our life was really culminated in this great example of the Lord Jesus Christ. Divine and human. Fully divine, fully human. And he will always walk with you. There will never be a moment where he will not be by your side. Even at those moments where it seems hard to know where he is. And that's a good thing because there will unfortunately be uh, moments where you won't know where God is. Look around at our world. There's an awful lot of not so pleasant things in our world. There are major not so pleasant things like the hostilities in Ukraine. But there are also lesser not-so-wonderful things, although no less scandalous. The poor are still among us. People go without. So many people around the world do not have the basic things that we take for granted. And even in our own life, people we love and care about may have some disease or illness. We may have had to mourn the loss of people we really deeply love. And at those times, we can be like Cleopas and. And we can say that we just don't recognize. They look downcast. We can feel downcast. But the real lesson is at the end of this reading. It doesn't take a strong leap of imagination to see that when they recognize Jesus in the breaking of the bread, that it is uh, an opportunity for us to see the Eucharist. And the Eucharist is a very interesting thing, because it is both the very real presence of Jesus, the body of Christ, but it is also the community of believers who are referred to as the body of Christ. And so, as we move forward in our life, the real challenge, I think, is to to stop for a moment and say, first of all, where have I seen Jesus in my life? Where is it that I have seen him active and alive? Where is it that I have experienced in some way something that is of the person of Jesus? What is it that I can do, the gifts and talents that I have cultivated, that Jesus has instilled in me and helped me to to use and to grow and to develop? How is it that Jesus is calling me to do something miraculous and wonderful? But it is also about paying attention to the people with whom we walk in our own lives. That just as the body of Christ is the entire community of believers, we will walk with others. And how we choose those people with whom we will walk make a difference in our life. It matters who it is that we are with. And so, as we celebrate this day today, let us ask the Lord to help us to see his presence. First in ourselves, and second in others, that we might ultimately be able to see him in the breaking of the bread.